Entrepreneurship is a journey and one of the hardest jobs in the world. That's why if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you must master the art of organization, productivity, and time management to keep you motivated. This is where the Organizedpreneur comes in. With the Organizedpreneur, you get the right tips, the right tools, and the right resources to help you simplify your life so that you can organize your business with ease. Out by talking a little bit about what a system is uh, and what my definition of what a system is. And then I want to uh, talk about a little, a little bit about um, how, how, how there is a biblical principle that supports what we're going to be talking about. Okay. So um, I, and I got to tell you, systems and processes are absolutely my favorite outside of talking about time management. I love to talk about systems and processes. And so, uh, because you all know what the, the uh, acronym for system is, right? I know you know it already. And so we'll talk a little bit about that, but one of the acronyms is save yourself time, energy, and money, right? And then another acronym would be saves you stress, time, energy, and money. So that is an acronym, you know, for systems. Now, I also have my own definition of system, but I'll give you what a typical definition of what a system is. Uh, it's, if you look it up, it's typically, or just a simple definition of a system is a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, a framework or a method, an organized framework or a method. Now, I have an equation that I like to share for a system, which is a method plus a process is equal to a system. So for example, in your business, you uh, probably have a sales system. So you have a method for collecting a payment because you have to have, you have to be able to collect a payment, right? Uh, in a sales system. So you have a method. Maybe you use PayPal or maybe you use Stripe. And in addition to that, you have a process that surrounds that method that helps the whole experience uh, take place, right? So that may include, you know, creating an invoice or a, a proposal. You may have a process for that. And so all of that, that method, which is your, the way you collect a payment, plus the process of using uh, you know, creating an invoice and a proposal, that is what your system is. That is your sales system. So throughout your business, you're going to have some type of system, several systems. And I know my friend Kia is on here and I know she loves this topic as well because that's her specialty as well. So, uh, so that is what I believe, you know, a system is and a system, you know, and what that looks like. Okay. So the thing that I also want to share with you all today is that, uh, as you already know, this is a faith-based community. And so we're going to, we talk about God's system. We talk about biblical principles. We talk about Christ. And so um, the thing that I want to share with you about systems as it relates to biblical principles is that as believers, as followers of Christ, we all have unreserved access to the supernatural economy of God 
And that supersedes all other economies and systems, okay? All of them. You have supernatural access to God's strength, meaning you can take your hands off of the situation and give it to God, right? You have supernatural access to God's strategies, strategies that set you apart and gives you a leading edge, right? You have access to systems. When you participate in God's way of doing things, his system and his process, his thinking, right? Then you are already on the leading, you already have the leading edge and you're on the winning side, right? And so that's how I like to give a, a, a foundation uh, of what um, these biblical principles that we've been going over for the past few weeks, actually since what I think since December, we started this. And so I always like to make sure that I provide that foundational truth that it all starts with the Bible. I don't care what it is. It all starts with the Bible. There's nothing new. And so with that said, I want to, I, I just got a quick question for you. You can type this in the chat if you want to. Um, the question is, how many of you are familiar with time chunking? Time chunking. You can go ahead and type um, in the chat. And, and I know most of you are already familiar with that. Time chunking is the act of blocking off large chunks of time for one task instead of bouncing around between similar tasks, okay? The process of grouping similar tasks on specific days, right? So I, as I was preparing for this, I did a little bit of research. And so I found an article where there was an experiment conducted by a group of psychologists that consisted of five random acts of kindness that they were uh, assigned to do each week for six weeks. And those random acts of kindness, you know, like, you know, buying coffee or, or buying something for someone, um, you know, if you're in a line or something in a grocery store or something, and maybe you purchase their products or whatever, uh, you know, they're, they're purchasing, right? Or, you know, you bring donuts or something, you know, to, to, uh, to the job, you know, whatever your random act of kindness looked like, that's what they did. So they did this, um, this experiment. So one group of participants were, was told to do it in a chunk, right? They were told to chunk their acts of, of kindness into one day, uh, chunk their acts of kindness into a one day time period per week. So they did all of their, uh, so they, they would do all five acts of kindness, like on a Tuesday or you know, of one week or on a Wednesday, whatever day that they chose. So that was one group. And then the second group was told to sprinkle their acts of kindness throughout the week, right? Meaning they, they, you know, they could do it over five days, right? One on Monday, one on Tuesday, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So the group that chunked their acts of kindness into one day a week saw an increase in happiness and energy that lasted throughout the entire six week study. The other group said that there was no improvement in their mood. They, 
you know, they chunked theirs. They didn't chunk theirs. They did theirs over, like I said, you know, like they would do one on Monday, maybe another one on Tuesday. So they just kind of spread it out, you know, over the weeks. And, and so they said that they saw no improvement in their mood, right? And so it was the, the group that did the chunking, the time chunking that reported the increase in happiness and energy uh, in their mood, right? So when the random acts of kindness were sprinkled out over the five days, right? Their acts became just a single moment, right? It was just like one single moment that they would, you know, experience that. And so what happened was the pleasure and the experience was buried by the minutia of the rest of the day, the things that they did in the rest of the day. So they didn't get to, to have the entire experience like the group that did the, uh, the chunking of the acts of uh, kindness, right? Because when the participants who did the who did the chunking, they had a more they experienced a more lack a, a more lasting rather emotional experience, right? It had more emotional impact that lasted. They felt like they had made a difference in the lives of these random strangers by participating in these random acts, but they did it like they would pick one day where they did all of their uh, acts of kindness. And so it had a more lasting effect. Not only that, they had more flexibility and freedom to work on their other projects, right? And uh, do other things, right? So they didn't have to think about, you know, their daily uh, acts of kindness every day, right? And so they experienced a more lasting emotional impact, right? And so, uh, and so having said that, there's something to be said about doing this, uh, the benefits of doing things like this and your work when it comes to doing it in a methodical way of applying the time chunking um, uh, approach, using that approach, right? Now, having said that, do you know that there is time chunking in the Bible? The process of grouping similar tasks on specific days is not new. It is actually in the Bible. Oh, how about that, right? So it was actually used in God's creation process. And if you go and you look at Genesis 1, verses 1 through 31, You'll see that, but I'm just going to give you um, this, this process and you can go back and read it, you know, for yourselves in Genesis. But here's how God's, how God used time chunking to create the world, to create everything, right? So here it is. On day one, he created heaven and earth and light. That's one category. On day two, he created the sky. On day three, he created the land. On day four, he created day and night and the seasons. On day five, he created creatures, animals, birds, livestock. On day six, he created mankind. And guess what happened on day seven? He rested. 
So here you have a blueprint from the Bible where you can apply time chunking. That's straight from the Bible. How cool is that, right? So maybe yours might look like, you know, on Mondays, you do administration and organizing, you know, for the week on Tuesdays, maybe you do sales calls on Wednesdays, you do coaching calls with clients on Thursdays, you onboard new clients on Fridays, you do financial activities or invoicing on Saturdays, you have family time on Sundays, you rest, whatever that looks like for you, you can apply this time chunking methodology and it will work because it is a biblical principle. It is a principle that will work if you apply it. If you apply it to gain more control of your time, if you apply it to be more productive, if you apply it to uh, have a more methodical approach to your week and your day and your projects and the things that you get to do to serve your clients, right? You can use this same process and this same uh, principle in your own life.